1: Bondra looking
0: to get close side of
1: bon- away from David! 3-1 running! Three points running. Hello and welcome to the Elm Park Rolls podcast, supported by Blue Collar Street Food. Well, it's another positive podcast, and I'm loving this big run of upbeat podcasts. We we'll totally forget the Portsmouth one. That one didn't happen. But to help me talk through it, I've been joined by Matt Everson. How you doing, Matt?
0: Very well, very well after a win.
1: Yes, of course, it makes everything better. And Eric, how are you doing? Yeah, doing well. Enjoyed last night. Yes, yes, it definitely does. I mean, 2-0 win there for Reading against Port Vale. It was a game that we had to win. Uh, Got to say, I was fairly optimistic before the match. Matt, what was your kind of mood about it?
0: Yeah, I didn't go into the match with a we must win necessarily but I went in with a we can't lose you, you lose uh yesterday's game and Port Vale are really suddenly on not on the up their form hasn't been great but suddenly right behind us and we are down in the mix um winning yesterday it's a it's a good uh it, it would have been you know a, a great to try and just put some points in between us put some space in between us where they've got games in hand so yeah my mood before going into yesterday's game was Slightly nervous, don't lose, don't muck it up, don't have one of those performances where we play great and concede a random own goal or something like that. Um built, I feel like we're all scarred from previous Reading performances over the last couple of years, that, that, that we think that's going to happen. But we seem to be getting fairly consistent.
1: Yeah, totally. There's so many stats. I think it's um, from the 1st of November, we've been top of the table for home form. We're now 16th in the actual whole table. Our waveform has slightly picked up as well. I mean, it's all positive, Eric. I mean, I, I'm really struggling to find any negatives on the pitch at all at the moment.
2: On the pitch, there's not many negatives, other than we have quite a thin squad, so a few key injuries would be disastrous. But obviously, the, the big focus is off the pitch. and We saw that again last night. We're trying to do our bit, and that's the bit that, it's the important thing. Are we going to have a football club to support going forward? <laughs> Sorry to bring everyone down, but on the pitch for sure. I mean, it's, we're enjoying the performances. I've only been back in the country for sort of eight weeks, and the whole time I've been back, we've been brilliant. So I'm really enjoying it. Loving going again.
1: As I said to you last night, Eric, you've saved the club. Your return from Singapore. <laughs> it's been a game changer, hasn't it? Totally. All,
2: all credit has to go to Ruben and the and the, and the the players, right? Like he, he said at the start of the season, we didn't really get a pre-season he said that we would take time to um to adjust and we'd be better in the second half of the season and we all sort of said at the time yeah right whatever and he's been proven right we've looked a lot better since the turn of the year
1: yeah totally can't disagree on any of that so we made one change to the starting lineup last night makari dropping out and sam smith coming in i'm going to assume that both of you think that was the correct decision so i don't think we need to discuss that one really first half map really there was only one chance wasn't there for kelvin which i think Dull. he's going to look back <laughs> and think, he should yeah. it's not an absolute when i look back at it now i don't think think of it and think oh that's an absolute sitter. he's just got ahead that and he's in mm. but maybe a better effort i think would be fair
0: yeah it was what it was a looped ball in uh fairly slow ball in it wasn't you know drilled across uh from was it from Aziz or was it from you Dom? I can't remember um uh looped in from the right and he's got all the time in the world to see it coming to him he's on the back post unchallenged uh and you just hope he can do a better job uh of it really um it's kind of you know, Kelvin had a couple of these sort of chances yesterday where amazing opportunity he just needs to put it in the net and didn't take it and it's it's frustrating um it, well it's probably frustrating for him to be fair but it's frustrating to watch because we we don't score those chances there's we don't have many other people who who will score them so we need him to put it in the net uh if he's getting those chances
1: yeah it was a little bit frustrating i think he looks much better on the left though as a rule than he did up front uh, for a while eric what's your thoughts on that one also am i being a little bit harsh on him there no i think it's, it's a it's a
2: tricky one right because when he's played up front when smith was out he didn't look as effective but he also does struggle with sort of end product at times what i would say is in changes from earlier games is he's upped his work rate and when he's playing on the wing he's actually helping and tracking back and pressing which is showing that at least he's got the right attitude, the right commitment for the cause, and he's adapted his game to be more effective. So he's trying, you know, his best. And uh, I don't know, when you're a fan, you you forgive sort of end product and goals for effort, right? If you're putting the effort in, you can't really fault him too much. Of course, we would love him to score more goals and contribute with assists and stuff, but we are a league one club. (laughs) He's a relatively young player have to taper expectations
1: yeah yeah totally um it was I mean I don't know what the concern level was amongst both of you at halftime but I still felt that we were going to get a chance of some moment because we've got enough quality in our attacking players Matt that you think they just need one moment and you got like it it isn't kind of like just focused on one which makes it so a little bit more relaxing. It's sure at some point we won't get that one moment in the game because that's football, but I feel it's, like it's against like Charlton on the bottom we will get it. Exactly.
0: It, it, it was a, it was a bit like Charlton where the performance you could see was there and uh it was a matter of when we're going to score, not necessarily if we're going to score. Um and yeah, at half time uh I was feeling pretty confident. Put a cheeky bet on uh and came through which which is good uh bet, bet um or bet responsible even. uh but yeah it, it was um it, it really similar game actually to charlton where it's just a matter of wait uh, keep on doing what you're doing uh get the right chances uh and it will come through and we you know we could have had more um realistically and we barely gave a chance away. To Port Vale. Um, I can't remember a dangerous chance. We gave a few away to Charlton, um, but not really to Port Vale. Um, did Button make a save? I'm not sure. Yeah,
1: yeah that he ones, did make a
2: save. Yeah, yeah that one shot that or, he carried out and then oh, yes. yeah. we recovered. They also had one really dangerous chance at nil-nil, where there was a cross across the box, but they didn't manage to get on the end of it, yes. which looked yeah. at least from my angle, looked very dangerous.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looked way too dangerous for me. (laughs) I think if they'd (laughs) had a half-decent striker, they might well have scored there. But that's one thing that Port Vale didn't have. wasn't? I mean, they didn't look that bad. I've seen worse teams than them. I've got to say, I think their shape causes problems. And Ruben mentioned that after the match, the first 15 minutes, we couldn't quite get hold of that. But the good thing about the team is now you still believe, as we've all said, that goals will occur. And you've just got to say that strike from Lewis ping was just unbelievable, Eric. I mean, I couldn't believe yeah. it gone in. We're now seeing brilliant goals. Cause only a few weeks ago, we saw the one from Aziz against Charlton there. And this yeah. the one. I mean, where do you rank them as well? Those two. Yeah, it's difficult. Right. And we were also, I, I was
2: at um, Fleetwood last week where wing scored one from outside mm. the box, which was more of a place curling shot, which was absolutely stunning. The Aziz volleys, against Charlton and then I think this one for me tops the lot there's a couple of factors one it's on the half volley so it's really on the bounce and it's an absolute rocket in the corner he's tried to 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 do that right you could tell it's on purpose he's aimed for the corner and he's got that player closing him down and the player gets really close actually to him Uh, I don't still don't know how he kind of got through but the keeper doesn't even move the keeper's got absolutely no chance it's just an absolute rocket so for me I think that's the best of the lot Um, Aziz might be hard done by or feel hard done by (laughs) but uh, either way like Lewis Wing on the whole he's just elevated his game when he first came into the team he was a little bit inconsistent and I think maybe it was due to match fitness and maybe the system and maybe the team not playing as well but at the moment he just looks a class above to me looks like he should be playing at a higher level than League One, absolutely brilliant yesterday again
1: Yeah, I I can't disagree, he's he's just finding those key moments isn't he Matt which you need in our situation or any team needs that and he isn't consistently playing brilliantly in every match but wow he can pull something out of the bag can't he big time
0: oh totally I mean and, and that strike yesterday was a, a perfect strike uh you know, the, I don't know what everyone else's uh, reaction to the grab was, but I thought it was uh, as soon as he hit it, like, "Oh, okay, fine, it's not going to go in." Um, and there was half a second where it was a, a bit silent before everybody celebrated. But um, he is on top form at the moment, Wing, um, and it's these little uh, flicks over the top of players uh, to put Aziz through or to put Smith through, etc., which you just don't see from other players across he he is that sort of creative player across the team that releases everybody else out um and having him driving into the box late uh you know against Fleetwood uh yesterday uh, again um it's it's the perfect role where he can create but equally get those goals um and you know now you look you look at where QPR are in the championship they're probably gutted they don't have him they could probably use him if everyone remembers back to summer where PPR were half the team,
2: yeah. Happy and another there. point on uh, another point on Lewis Wing—he captained the team against Fleetwood. So I don't know how long Yeardom has got left, and obviously Tom Holmes is off in the summer. So may well be our future club captain the way he's going, and he would be quite a good candidate for that. I'd suggest.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's delivering. <laughs> That's what you want as a captain, isn't it? Totally inspired by your performance. I don't know what he's like as a person at all, so I can't judge that one. But you gotta look at the performance from the certain players who didn't score last night, like Aziz. I thought he really gave their fullback an absolute nightmare in the second half. i uh, they he just could not deal with him, could he, man? I mean, he had chance, he had some good chances, he had that shot with his right foot, which I think is still trying to orbit him towards yeah. Mars at some point. But I like that. To was, yeah, yeah, I like to see him trying on his right foot because if he just keeps on pulling it back all the time onto the left, it's too obvious, isn't it? Yeah,
0: no, yeah, exactly. And, and uh, that was, you know, Aziz of last season or early this season that uh, that just absolutely swipes at it and goes so wide, it's wow sort of thing. Um, but he had a really good game yesterday, again. Um, and it's, it's consistency. Uh, hit the bar, had some dangerous shots, dangerous balls into the box, um constantly it was a nightmare for their left back in um just running past him uh, and and getting down the wing so yeah aziz played really well um I've, i'm he's one of the first names on the team sheet there's probably you know four four players where uh, every week they must play um and when we were two nil up uh, up in the stands we were saying maybe we we'll just bring aziz off now like it, it's we're two nil up just save him for the next game uh, no point risking him
1: I'd say now we've got like probably nine or 10 players probably starting every single week. You think, yeah, they're in. I mean, there's a little bit of rotation. We've seen that obviously from Ruben changing, obviously Michael Craig and Savage. He likes to change Makari, Kelvin. There's a few, but I think that's a real sign of a settled team, Eric, and a team that's going in the right direction. It's not just there is an element that we haven't got many options. And I get that, but it's also working, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and I think settled team, the proof is in the pudding, right? The results are coming. So we have a, a settled team, but I, I get Matt's point. We have a few players that are just difference makers and we really feel the loss if they're not there. It's Smith, it's Aziz, it's Nibs, uh, it's Wing. And you probably have to add Binden to that list now. I think bindon has been really good in the last few weeks. He's been absolutely solid. And uh, long may that continue. He's playing well beyond his years for a young player. And he looks like the senior centre-half of the two, doesn't he? Next to Mbengue, Um, which is uh, not that much of a slight on Mbengue. He's been actually really good at centre-half recently. But Binden is just looking calm, composed, um, absolutely solid. So I'd say he's also one of the first that should be on there.
1: Yeah, two things here. Mbengue, I love his celebrations. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. Joining in with the goals goes absolutely crazy. At the end joining in with since I was young in front of uh, 1871. But we've got to give a special mention, I think, to Tyler Bindon, Matt. As Eric says, he's been absolutely fantastic in the last couple of months, especially since Abby left, actually as well. He was still a top talent as well.
0: Yeah, and I think like I mean, we don't forget how young he is. Is he well, I actually have gone if it's he 18 or 19? But um he is so young and um last season he was playing what under 18s football in america and now he's played 30 plus games in league 1 football uh you know which is professional men's football week in week out you know you're playing rainy nights against the port vales etc and he's performing and you you kind of you look at he will have had such a big uh life change over the last year of moving say halfway across the world but across uh, uh across the atlantic setting up his whole new life again you know no friends etc uh it, it, you know, starting again in a new country and he has just clicked into it and just slotted straight in and is performing really well and if he can do that after a couple of months uh well he's been here uh, six seven months or so now if he can do that after six or seven months and be one of the first names on the team sheet what's he going to be like with three years under his belt of 100-plus, you know, EFL games. Um, Yeah, well, he's going to
2: be in the Premier League, Matt. That's where he's going to be. For him playing at this level at his age, there's no reason why he can't progress up the leagues. And uh, hopefully he'll do that with us, but you never know, right?
1: He seems to learn from his mistakes very quickly. You know, I I don't mean within one match, because you can't do that when you're trying to improve and you're consistently playing. But he seemed to struggle quite a lot from aerial crosses, you know, those kind of situations early on in the season. He seems to have improved on that. There's still work to do. But I, he looks fantastic and he loves defending, which I think is a huge thing. And he looks so good on the ball compared to League One in relation to them. He, he's, there's a cut above, isn't there? And it really helps. I think sometimes when he's releasing Aziz on that right-hand side, it, it just makes a big difference for him to have that kind of player around him. So moving on to the 83rd minute relief in the stadium when Harvey Nibbs stabs home from, yeah, a cross from Aziz comes in initially. Elliot has a go. Smith has a go. But pff, such a relief when it went in, Eric, because it was tense. It was tense. You do not want to go into that last five minutes being only one nil up, do you?
2: I think we've, we've been scarred over the last few years of last-minute equalisers and, and losses. And so you're feeling a little bit tense. I, I do think that we never felt un, that uncomfortable yesterday, but you still, the last few minutes, you know, are going to be chaos. And then gladly, I, again, give the ball to Aziz. That their, their fullback was absolutely struggling against Aziz. And he was backpedaling every time Aziz touched the ball. So, again, it came from his play. Smith was a little bit unlucky not to score. And then luckily Nibs followed in. And he's he's added quite a few goals hasn't he, Nibs, key goals, which is really nice to see. He deserves it. His work rate was great again yesterday. thought he was a bit quiet in the first half, but he deserved a goal. And yeah, I love the celebrations. Obviously, everyone in the stands having a good time. And it was nice to actually sit through the last few minutes of a game and not be absolutely panicking at the edge of your seat. It was a relief.
1: Yeah, which is always beautiful. It's kind of this weird sensation at Reading Games now. It's happened to quite a few now. We're actually enjoying it slightly matt i mean I, I don't know how to feel about that but the goal last night it was i kind of love the scrappy ones as well i i love, I love, Halle, a, good, I love it. a
0: good scrappy goal uh you know i, I, I feel for smith at, at, at the moment um who wasn't couldn't get his goal uh, again he's he's on a bit of a, a dry run um but he's he's there he's in all of the right places he's just not getting the goal and we think back to I don't know when it was October, November time before we started this good run, and that was Aziz where he was getting all the chances um, and just not getting a goal, and we just wanted Aziz to get a goal. Right now, Aziz is, ge- Aziz is getting goals. Nibs is getting the goals. Wings getting the goals. Uh, Batman and Smith just they need to kind of break uh, break the uh, the rut as such and get a goal somehow, even if it is bundling it across the line and, and and getting that goal in. But no, it was really good work by Aziz. Again, just super dangerous uh, uh, down the wing, beating his man, getting the ball across. Um, and yeah, uh, it, it would have been great as, if Smith had scored uh, or, or Elliot, but uh, he didn't just come on. Um, but Nibs just coming out with it again. I think he's our top goal scorer this season, uh, Nibs. Um uh, the stats say he's on nine goals uh, with Aziz on seven. So um, I think that's just in uh, not in the, the Pizza Cup trophy. But um, for, you know, a centre mids attacking centre mids, that's some a great return on the season.
1: Yeah, and he's got four assists as well, which is, you know, all these little things add up for him. I mean, at the moment, you look at our form, over the last 20 games, we're six in the table. I mean, if you look at that, that is some turnaround by Ruben. And we had a question sent in, actually, on that from Robert Hamburg, saying, now things are better on the pitch. I'm desperate for progress off it. If a new owner can keep the squad and manager together, promotion next season is possible with sensible additions. But if no takeover happens, it would be heartbreaking to see the team broken up in the summer. I mean, on our current form, as you just mentioned there, Eric, it's hard to disagree if we could keep this team together there's lots of ifs and maybes there but with a few more additions i think we could be up there but obviously we've got to stay up first
2: yeah that we also really need to improve our away form if you look at the home form table we're actually fifth in the league as it stands and i think in the away table we're something like second bottom only carlisle having the worst record away from home we've only got two wins so the 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 objective is quite clear we need to be better away from home our home record is is great if you're fifth in the league from at home and you can add some uh, some better away performances you're you're ending up in the playoffs right so we do need a few additions and obviously that all speaks to what happens off the pitch between now and the end of the season and we should probably go on to talk about that but obviously I had another protest yesterday uh which was good to see um, but that's yeah, that's clear. We could we could be up there, but it just depends on what happens off the season and our ability to add to the squad.
1: Yeah, I was going to come on to that. There was a 16th minute protest yesterday. Red card for obviously die young out. Organised by Cell Before We Die. Um, great work from everyone involved in that. Gotta say it looked fantastic, Matt. Didn't it actually? When you were at the stadium, it looked really good. But the visual images afterwards, yes yeah it just worked really well
0: yeah it worked really well um and not all protests can be militant on the pitch uh fireworks etc this is a perfect um it doesn't harm anybody it's uh it, it's the perfect protest that shows the united front that the the fans have against the owner he's not wanted um we need him to go and that visual um, that you can see across the whole stands and, and that goes all the way around as well all the way around the stadium this is not just 1871 or something like that this is 90 ev- percent of fans uh, around the ground all having uh, a, a red card and holding it up and yeah visually looks fantastic Port Vale fans got involved uh, as well um, and yeah it's, it's a great visual of the protest and and, and united front of the fans
1: Totally agree on giving credit to the Port Vale fans. They've been classed throughout, but also on the red card one, getting Sir John involved to hold one was a big thing, Eric, wasn't it? I mean, historically, obviously, an absolute legend of the club taking us to places that we could only dream of, probably.
2: Yeah, if, if only we had another Sir John, eh, to, to take us on. He's been... Yeah, you can't say enough about him. Obviously, took us from the brink of extinction or, or merging with Oxford to the Premier League. And... uh He uh, is probably one of our biggest supporters and rightly so held up a red card before the game. I think the visuals in the stadium, there's been a few comments on social media around the Fortress Smadejski is back and it actually did look like that. If you look at some of the pictures, go to sell before we die or just look at the Reading FC hashtag, the the red card visual is is immense. And uh, yeah, it's great to be part of it. Hopefully it leads to something more positive off the pitch because uh, that's what we really need now to make sure that our future is safe.
0: It's a good point you just made, which is Modeski brought us from extinction extinction pretty much, uh, and, and all the way up to the Premier League. The the next owner, hopefully, uh, will it has that opportunity to be something amazing. And I, I don't want to put it up there to be they will be amazing, but they have that opportunity
2: to the be amazing. The platform is there. The platform yeah. is there. We have the training ground, we have the stadium. We have accessibility to London and Heathrow. We have um, a blueprint of how we've done it before. We do have a a, a decent fan base. Like If you look at League One attendance numbers, we're actually right up there. And even in the Championship now, we'd have a decent fan base. And we know that if we play at a higher level, more fans will come in. Uh, When we were in the Premier League, we were selling out pretty much every week. So... The the platform is there, and we just need to find that owner who's going to have the patience to to help us do it.
1: And not only that, we also have a half decent team on the pitch and a manager as well. So, half know, decent
2: team for League One.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what I mean. It's all relative, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is Yeah, relative,
2: but it's at least it's. Uh, I think uh, we all shared this kind of sentiment before the before we got on air here that we're we're enjoying going again. We're enjoying watching the team, and that's half the battle. Like It almost doesn't matter what division we're in. Obviously, we need to play at a higher level for the sustainability of the club and for the sustainability of the team. But as long as we have a team that we can follow, that we can be proud of, a team that's putting the effort in, the majority of fans will keep coming back because they're enjoying what they're seeing on the pitch every week. And since the turn of the year, I think most of us have, have enjoyed almost every game. And it's yes, it's not the highest quality at times. It's League One football. But as long as the players are fighting and you can really see that they are fighting and that's that's the main thing.
1: Yeah, I would agree with all of that. I think it's a really good time to be a fan at the moment after years of absolute dirge on the pitch. I think there's a lot of players in that team that actually fans can relate with. It feels like that anyway. And there's players that actually care. And I think, you know, some of them might have had offers to leave in January or trying to be pushing for it, but it hasn't happened. But if they do stay up, which, you know, I'm becoming more and more confident that we will, They'll always be remembered for that. Uh, I think that's a, you know, a lovely thing to have as a player. But let's move on to the game on Saturday. Quick predictions from you, Matt. How do you think we're going to do against Shrewsbury Town?
0: And a repeat performance of Charlton and Port Vale. Uh, so I'm going to go again with a two 0 Saying that very tentatively. <laughs> <laughs> It, for me, it's the same situation. It's a must-not-lose situation. A win propels us up, which is fantastic, but it's a must-not-lose. So I'm hoping for a 2-0, but must-not-lose. What
1: are you going to go for,
0: Eric?
2: Yeah, Shrewsbury are 19th in the form table. They got one win only in the last six uh, with three defeats. So we 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 have to win. We have to go for the win. But I think it's... Very much the same as the Charlton game, the same as last night. It's a big game, but we are at home. The away team are struggling for form. So, yeah, I'll go for a solid 2-1 win.
0: Eric, coming in with the pure stats. I'm just all feeling.
1: have got to When I yeah. go for
2: just feeling, I just get it wrong. So, we'll go <laughs> with the stats and hopefully that works out.
1: Yes. Well, hopefully we will see another win. I'm going to go for a 2-1 win because we're going to have to concede at some point because it's what we do. I mean, as much as we've had a few clean sheets, it's not inevitable, is it, that we're going to do Shrewsbury it Shrewsbury don't score,
0: though.
1: Oh, we have this last I've <laughs> like, set it up for a
0: 5 <laughs> loss, but yeah, Shrewsbury don't score.
1: Well, i say we're all completely wrong when we win 6 now. <laughs> We're we'll all they're, take that way. They score a goal a game.
0: They have
2: six goals in the last six games, Shrewsbury. So they, it's not like they're completely inept. Yeah, but no. away from home and they're nineteenth in the form table. I just think that yeah, we, we hopefully we can get a win. Um and then we're really putting some distance between us and the teams below. Then we have a the following week another winnable one at Carlisle away. So we could really steal our, our safety in the next few weeks if we have a good run.
1: Yes, totally. Well, I'm thoroughly enjoying watching the team. It's lovely, actually, after such a rough few years. And I think that we will stay up there. I'm going to put it right out there. I think we will, even if we get a points deduction, as long as it's not more than three points. Just want to put that disclaimer out there. (laughs) So thanks a lot for listening. If you have enjoyed it, give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify. Up the fucking game!